Bam, we're live. Not on Twitter, we're not. Man, for some reason, we don't go live on Twitter anymore. Am I having a mic issue? What's going on here? Good morning, guys. Hi, everyone. Hi, hi, hi. Hi, hi, hi. Uh, this morning, we have Tony Cowden coming on. He is running for Congress in the 4th District in North Carolina. What is Congress? I don't even know what Congress is. There are, uh, we'll talk about it when he gets here. Before he gets on here, he's running late in the meeting. I want to I want to read something to you guys. Uh, let me see if I can put up the link here first. Uh, here's the link to the uh, PDF in the comments. And uh, this is from the, uh, this is a synopsis. This was just released from the UK Health Security Agency. This was just released from the UK Health Security Agency. You ready for this? This is, no, this is nothing that um, I want to be true. But this is exactly what I told you guys since day one, two years ago. This is identical to this, identical. This is just like just common sense talk, but now they have evidence of it, scientific evidence. And I back all of this up with my own life and my own kids' lives because I, I don't take, I take zero precautions, zero. But, but I also don't poison myself on a daily basis. I don't eat added sugar and I don't eat refined carbohydrates. You guys ready? Here we go. The link is in the comments. Here we go. You guys ready? The UK government admits that vaccines have damaged the natural immune systems of those who have been double vaccinated. The UK government has admitted that once you've been double vaccinated, you will never again be able to acquire full natural immunity to COVID variants or possibly any other virus. So let's watch the real pandemic begin now. It's week 42 COVID-19 vaccine surveillance report. The UK Department of Health admits on page 23 that the N antibody levels appear to be lower in people who become infected after two doses of the vaccination. It goes on to say that this drop in antibodies is essentially permanent. What does this mean? We know that the vaccines do not prevent infection or transmission of the virus. Indeed, the report elsewhere shows that vaccination of adults are now much more likely to be infected than the unvaccinated ones. The British now find that the vaccine interferes with the body's ability to make the antibodies after infection, not only against the spike protein, but also against other parts of the virus. In particular, vaccinated people do not appear to form antibodies against the nuclear Gleoapsid protein, the envelope of the virus, which is a crucial part of the response to the unvaccinated people. In the long term, the vaccinated are far more, far more susceptible to any mutations in the spike protein, even if they have already been infected and cured once or more. The unvaccinated, on the other hand, will gain everlasting, if not permanent, immunity to all strains of the alleged virus after being naturally infected. I sent you the link in. From, this is from the UK Health Security Agency, and the link is in the comments. The first insurance companies are backing down against huge wave of claims that are on their way. Anthony Fauci confirms that the PCR test cannot detect the live virus. Anthony Fauci confirms that neither the antigen test nor the PCR test can tell us. Guys, this has been so obvious since day one. You didn't need um, – you need, just needed some logic. You just need logic? Logic. You just need some logic. One plus one is two. Two plus two is four. How was that thing ever? Look at anything. Look at 
Look at even the survive. Oh, look at our numbers guys in here. Look at even the, yeah, it is weird to see CrossFitters walking around with masks this weekend. It's insane. It's nuts. How, how do you guys not, how? It's like you guys believe the scary movie. It's like, it's like, it's like you think Freddy Krueger is real. You guys fell for the boogeyman. It's so weird to see that happen. It's everyone in my town. And, and guys, I don't want to be, I, I, I don't want to be right, but I'm willing to back it up with how I live my life. I do nothing when they have the yellow tape at the park and all the, and there's no kids in the park. My kids are still in there. My kids never wore a mask. I don't wear a mask. I touch everything. I still wipe my face and my eyes 35 times a day. I'm always going like this. I pick my nose more than any adult alive. Contrary to what some people believe, I do not eat my boogers. Somewhere in my teens, I broke that habit. Do not get that fucking thing. Stop eating added sugar and refined carbohydrates. Be smart. Take control. And Glassman used to say it all the time. How much more can we tell you? So this guy who's coming on, it's funny because I at, at night I sit on my couch and I just thumb through Instagram like a maniac looking for like potential guests, right? And I kind of have this, it's based on my interest and based on my insecurities. Like, can I get someone and, and, and am I confident enough to actually talk to them? It's kind of like that kind of, you know what I mean? Like I know the people, I assume, I assume that people who with like 5 million followers can't even get into their DMs. I assume that it's just like, and why, and, and then everyone has, there's a, there's a time factor, right? So if someone has 5 million followers, why would they do a podcast like this one? Because of the amount of benefit it brings to them based on the allocation of time it takes to talk to me uh, based on how many people would watch my podcast. I mean, it totally makes sense. I'm not, there's no hatery there. There's, there's someone asked me yesterday to go on a podcast that I, that I, I like, I don't want to even do any podcast right now unless it, unless I like, I don't want to go on anyone else's podcast unless I thought for some reason it would just like catapult me to the moon. I'll tell you this though, if you're thinking about getting in the podcast game, there's no like there's at least that I can see, there's no there's no magic. There's no uh I'm going to get um I don't know, the rock on the show and then all of a sudden my podcast is going to catapult. It's it's not it doesn't work like that. There's not one guest that's going to launch it. I was talking to a friend yesterday who has a half million followers. And they, they really want to do a podcast and they want it to be big and they're excited and they're motivated by it. And they're an incredible speaker. And they were, we were talking about how nervous it is, how uh, nerve wracking it is to come on my podcast. Cause you're never sure what I'm going to say. And that it, it might be something that gets, uh, you know, someone canceled, you know? So let's say you come on my podcast and you have a lot of corporate contracts or you have some government contracts and I say something that doesn't uh, toe the racist, homophobic, sexist line of our government and of the people, then then they might lose a contract, right? Let's say, uh, let 
But what's funny on the other end, I, t- I told this person, that's the only thing I'm selling. That's all I have left is the truth. Like I don't have anything else. And I, and I, and I don't mean to be so arrogant that it is the truth, but it's, it's what I think is the truth. And it falls below that threshold of, of what it would take to let McDonald's sponsor me. Right. Cause I, cause I, I'm not going to play that, that, um, that, that game where you pretend to not be racist, but really everything out of your mouth is racist. Or I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say that Divock only kills obese people. Oh, you can't say that. Yes, I can. Even my wife doesn't like that. She's like, oh, there's got to be one or two out there that weren't obese. Okay, sorry. Sorry. Maybe there is one or two. They're not obese. They're metabolically deranged. Fine, fine. I, I, I don't care. At this point, I, I don't care. I don't, I don't, you're, you're splitting hairs. I keep using the, um, I keep using the, like the Auschwitz Jew killer thing as the metaphor. I don't care if you are the train driver. I don't care if you're the guy who built the gas chamber. I don't care. Like any, I don't, any participation at all. You're, I, I don't like you anymore. You're, I don't like you is not the right word. I'm okay if you vanish. I'm weary of you of what you could do to my kids. You're not on the right team. You're not on the right team. I heard the other day, uh, I don't know if you guys heard that show that I did on the, um, I should never be left alone with a mic. Uh, I, I did a show the other day. Um, they have at least four, 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 they have at least four comorbidities. Yes, they have at least four comorbidities yes yes i remember seeing going to the cdc website and it said 96 percent of the people had died with at least four or more comorbidities and i was like wow so four percent of the people don't die with uh comorbidities and then i look at the bottom and uh it said there wasn't data on them or maybe it was 94 percent died with at least four or more comorbidities and 6%. I was like, oh, 6% of healthy people die. And then it says, we do not have data on them. Isn't it like 75% had four? So it's 80 year olds with diabetes, kidney failure. Yes. I mean, Darth Bane, that is the nicest way. I'll put this up here. That's the nicest way you can say it. I don't believe that by the way. I think, I think I could go over to the CDC website and prove that wrong right now. And that's another problem. There's a lot of smart people on YouTube who keep saying that this is a disease of the old. It is not. It is not. It's like bombing a all white neighborhood and saying that bombs are uh, only attracted to white people because only white people died in there. It's, a, it, it's, it's just a correlate. Am I saying that, that am I in denial that older people might have waning immune systems? No, but, but we're not morons. Speak clearly on it. Eric, the uh, link is somewhere in the, in this thread and it's the um, UK health security agency, COVID-19 vaccine surveillance report week 42, page 23 was specifically where I was grabbing that data. It, uh, it what uh, you were pretty open about your progressive left past beliefs. What was the tipping point for you? What did you? Because uh, I'm I'm not because I'm really am not racist. That's the that's like that's the thing. Like I I don't really um or 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 I guess you could say I really am racist. So when I see that kind of race, I don't know. I don't know what the word is for it. But when I started seeing that they were judging people by the color of their skin, like the whole uh, the whole George Floyd thing, they, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. Like George Floyd cannot be driving around in my neighborhood. I don't give a shit. 
No one high on fentanyl and alcohol can be in my neighborhood driving in a car under any circumstances, and I don't give a fuck what happens to them. I hope God strikes them down with lightning and destroys them. I have kids. My neighborhood is full of kids. I cannot have kids in tricycles. I have no tolerance at all. Zero for you. I put no one before my kids or your kids. Nobody. And I know some of you don't have kids and, and you think you understand it or maybe you don't. But, but, but one day you will and there'll be no you left. There'll be no and you'll just be like, it's just kids. They must live. There can be nothing that hurts them. You just you. I mean, that's I can't explain it. And so I flipped the script. I, I won't. My kids won't be taught anything. My kids won't be taught anything that limits them. Like what this Trudeau guy says. I won't let anyone speak to my kids like that. I won't let. I won't. You won't talk. You won't limit my kids by making me tolerant of someone like George Floyd. And then when you make it about skin color, now you're really pissing me off. I don't even know what this means. We are all racist. The difference is not everyone discriminates. I, I mean, maybe, maybe. If you ask me to close my eyes and walk me into a liquor store and say, hey, who's running the counter? What ethnicity are there? I'm going to be like, uh, Palestinian. If that makes me racist, I think that just makes me good at like knowing the odds and the demographics around me. But I'm telling you, no one And another thing too is I don't believe in mind reading. I, I believe in, I believe I do believe in um, drilling down to what we can all agree is the truth. And I don't see any reason. I forget the guy's name even, but the guy who had his knee on um, on uh, George Floyd and and anyone who hasn't watched the whole thing also that also pisses me off. You can go back and watch the video. The last three times he was arrested, he said, "I can't breathe." He was in the back of the car saying, I can't breathe. And then they pulled him out of the car. They pulled him out of the car because he was saying, I can't breathe. If he wouldn't have started saying, I can't breathe, they wouldn't have pulled him out of the car. In his previous arrest, when he swallowed the fentanyl, or it was two arrests earlier, you can go back and read what the doctor told him. The doctor told him, hey, you got to stop swallowing the fentanyl like that. You're going to go into cardiac arrest. The irony, too, is, is that he had COVID. I mean, the whole thing is a mess. But I have no sympathy for him. See, like, like uh, maybe sympathy is not the right word. When I put on a scale the people walking around on the street versus some guy in a car who's high on fentanyl and meth and not listening to the cops after they told him 50 times to keep his hands on the steering wheel, I have, I, you're done to me. You're just done. I don't, I don't care anymore. And to make it a black and white thing, I think you're a fucking moron. Like I really do. I think you're a fucking idiot. You're projecting – well, let me put it this way. I don't think if you're an idiot, if you think it's a black and white thing, I think if you project it onto the rest of us, you're an idiot. You're, you're just spreading your disease. Uh, Brandon Waddell, we are waiting um, uh, uh, for Tony Cowden. He is running for Congress. Is Congress the same as the House of Representatives? We're going to find all of this out. How can you leave school and be like me and know nothing about our Constitution?
I know nothing about the Constitution. I know nothing about the Ten Commandments. I know nothing about the Declaration of Independence. I know that fireworks are illegal in California on the 4th of July. But this guy knows some stuff about that. And he's, and he's frustrated. And uh, he is going to run for Congress. I think that's the United States Congress. Is it, so is it interchangeable? The U.S. House of Representatives and, con- and U.S. Congress, those are interchangeable, interchangeable terms. Those describe the same group. Was there a time in your life where you felt like you were chasing the wrong thing? How did you know to stop? I'm not sure I understand the question, but but it would be like if I was like totally in the Nazi party and I was like, yes, this is great. And I believe in fascism and all this and this and this. And then all of a sudden I saw they were building gas chambers. I'd be like, wait a second. Wait a second. And I and I know a ton of Democrats and they'll be like, oh, no, we're not for the BLM thing. You can't lump us all together. Yes, I can. Yo, yes, I can. Yes, that's your crew. Those people who are who did seven hundred million dollars of damage in Ferguson, that's your crew. That's your, that's your crew. Those, those Antifa guys that I've personally seen in Berkeley mob around and beat people up, that's your crew. That's your crew. There was I took a, a Tyler. I took a class in. Um, college at UC Santa Barbara. Um, it was a film studies class. It was like the most, it was, it was whatever the highest level film studies class you could take. It was a film studies major. And it was basically a class on uh, where they introduced the terms epistemology and ontology, basically searching for truth. And those were huge for me. And then um, once I got uh, really involved with CrossFit and with Greg, uh, Greg's uh, uh, in, in my opinion, a scientist of the highest order. And basically everything just has to be defined. And once you start running down, and that really helped my interviewing skills too. And once you start running down that path of having things that needing to be defined, um, you start figuring out what the truth is. Most people don't care though. They get so bored or frustrated with it. Like even, even like my closest family members, like uh, someone will be like, Hey, do you believe in God? And I'll be like, well, before we talk about that, can we define God? And like someone in my family will roll their eyes. And it's like, like, I get it. I get it. You're lazy. And when you're younger, you think it's something's wrong with you. Or I was raised, I was raised what to think instead of how to think. So um, I was raised to believe that abortion is about freedom of choice. Well, that's not, that, that, that's not telling me how to think. That's telling me what to think. Can Tony fix his schedule? Where is he at, Logan Mars? He told me yesterday we, we were supposed to go at 7 a.m. And he said, hey, can we do it at 7.30? Uh, am I that bad? What the fuck is going on? Hey, I'm in the middle of a podcast. Okay, bye. See, see, people are scared. That was uh, one of my friends who called. I said, I'm in the middle of a podcast. And they said, I love pronouns like they. They said, tell everyone I said hi. And then they said, no, don't say that. Scared. That person's scared. Yandy, don't worry, buddy. If you're listening, don't worry. No stress. 
Guys, our biggest week ever was the week of Wadapalooza. Not for the podcast on Apple, but for our YouTube channel. And it's, it's my YouTube channel is still really small. You guys are like, this is it. I think you're all here now. It's still like only 11,000 subscribers. I mean, I think it's a lot, but when you compare it to the other, just to other people, it's like, it's not. It's just not. If you're listening now and you're not subscribed, I don't care. Do what you want to do. What do I care? You're listening now. How much longer do I go before I abandon ship? Well, I'm gonna, I, I guess I'll go over to my notes for my live call-in show. I got some great Rosa jokes here. I have a whole... I think it's outdated now, but they had a they had a meeting at a they had all hands deck meeting after the firing of Dave Castro, and I made a whole like you know like one of my like stand up routines, just bitching, whining, complaining, throwing rocks at the at CFHQ, and I and I think it's got like it's pointless now. Now it might just make me seem negative. Oh, there's some great YouTube comments I wanted to respond to. Let's see, what's this about? Uh-oh. Shaw, okay, I'll take this call. Ready? Here we go. Good morning, live caller. What's up, Savon? It's Will Plummer. Will, what's up, buddy? Thanks for throwing me a bone as I flounder here you're good it was actually on topic so uh i got back to school today and in order to move back into my uh, apartment we had to take a covid test and uh your boy tested positive i'm telling you hey i i'm gonna tell you this that wadapalooza if it was anything the crossfit games were a super spreader event and i didn't share that and i didn't tell you guys because my buddy dave worked there and i was trying to protect them and i was like you know i can be bought i can be bought with friendship that thing everyone i know who went there got the fucking the hiv no no that's hiv got the what's the one we're doing now the cove and if you don't think wadapalooza was a super spreader event you're out of your fucking oh. mind oh 100 percent. i mean yes. like yeah there were people wearing masks but not the vast majority. Well, Sevon, <laughs> what do you mean it was a super spread event? Isn't that bad? I that's why they wear masks. No, no. You don't care if you're healthy. You're actually excited. Yeah. You're yeah. like, I'm so glad my kids had that. Oh, the vid, not the HIV. Sorry. Thank you, McKay. Sorry. HIV's like a little more serious. It probably wasn't a super spreader event for the HIV. Uh, but uh yeah, yeah. Good. How do you feel, by the way? I feel all right. I feel I, fine. Will, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? I, the worst part about it is that I'll be in a hotel room by myself for five days and oh, get so, whatever shit, whatever shit food the the university brings me. Uh, Will competed at. For those of you who don't know, at Wadapalooza in the RX division. He was uh, shit. No, scale. 
scale. Yeah, it's but all the same. Thank division. you for this. Sure. Okay. <laughs> the scale division. RX is scale too. Let's just call them all scale. And um, and uh, he, if you were touching Will's bar or sharing a bar or you were in the um scale division, you immediately need to get tested now and quarantine yourself. Do what's right for this country. Yeah. Fucking nutters. You goofballs. Yeah. The last time I was in there, every day, uh, for almost every meal, they'd bring a Coke or a Mountain Dew with every meal. And, and, and I didn't drink a single you, one. Where? And you mean in the quarantine you're in now? Yeah, in the hotel. Well, last year, because I got COVID last oh. year, too. Uh, and every day, like, they'd bring meals, and it'd be cookies and a Coke with every single meal. And I'm like, all right, you're bringing this to people who have it. Like, you're trying to kill them even quicker. Someone else who's yeah. listening to the show just now uh, DM me and said, I have it too. Yeah. <laughs> Who was at the event? Hey, um, you know, it's so funny. Well, it's, it's not funny. There's an immunologist. I wish I could remember his name. And he was basically saying this is about a year ago. Um, and, and he's a, he's a, he's a pro vaccine guy. Uh, uh, I don't know why that matters, but he was saying that if you drank two Mountain Dews while you had it, you significantly increase your chances of dying. Like, uh, like, it, 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 you know, it increased it by like 10,000% or something. I forget how he did it, but, but what that means is it goes from like a 0.001 chance of dying to like all of a sudden a 0.1% chance of dying, but it's still yeah. relative to the really minuscule chance. It goes up like a thousand or 10,000%. It was something hilarious like that. I was like, wow. Yeah. You, you do not care about yourself if you're drinking Coke while you have this, you're nuts. And if you believe no, like yeah. these, 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 uh, man, there's these, there's all these people on Instagram talking about nutrition and falling into the minutia. Some people are saying, I just saw this guy. He's a pretty, pretty serious, got a pretty serious following and people really like him. And he's talking about that. It's okay to drink uh diet soda and man, oh, like, is it, is it- Lane? Yes, that, that guy? guy. Yes, that guy. That yeah, guy I, splits hairs on things that that I just I'm like, dude, you're so stupid. Like, yeah, he wants he to be right. Himself. He wants to be right so bad. That's academia, though, because I have professors who are like that too, who are sports nutrition professors who say it's okay to drink Coke, which like, he, for maybe for athletes who are trying to like simply are only caring about performance but that's not healthy in the long run and it's they send misconstrued messages to students that go on and they become not all of them are working with athletes they're working with general pop and they're like oh sugar's okay when when it's not a calorie is not a calorie like they're not the same you're I, I, you're a hundred you're a thousand hundred per a hundred percent right it I, I wish i could give you the exact an exact thing but i'll go back to the jews and the train thing it's like the scientist saying the train conductor didn't kill the jews i hear you i hear yeah. you i'm not giving it a pass i hear you diet coke you have 20 studies that show that diet coke doesn't spike insulin i don't care sorry call me on stupid a, go ahead on a different note i had my first uh uh, exercise prescription class today and it's uh, a big american college of sports medicine um uh, class so we were going over basically how to program and the intro to it and they make it so complicated for what it really is 
like in comparison to the L1 where you learn basically in an hour what I'm probably going to learn in a 16 week course they make it so complicated from what I can tell already uh, on a positive note what is the benefit of it like do they give you like a deeper understanding do they teach you how to think do they broaden your horizons do they or or is it to more yeah. is it does it feel more like it's an indoctrination they make it long and complicated so that you can't get out of it I feel the one thing that I can get out of it is making like more specific programs for like individualized people. But uh, outside of that, they make it so they make it seem that you need, like they talked about doing an EKG for like a grandma per se before writing an exercise program when, when something will help more than just more than doing all the tests and waiting around and trying to get it fine tuned. Like, they don't see the benefit of like a gen- a general, what is it, preparedness program right. or something like that. Right, the GPP. GPP. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, they, yeah. I get it for athletes. You need to make it as individualized as possible, but for normal people, it doesn't matter. Hey, the fact that the fact that everyone has to say to cover their ass before you start this fitness. We we live in a world of lies. Before you start this fitness program or or whatever, it always says at the bottom, check with a doctor before you start any fitness program for your health and safety. Blah, blah, blah. And there's this whole like legalese. It just shows that we're just we're, we're so screwed. We're so screwed. We're, we're I mean, we lie to ourselves to p- protect ourselves. It, it, that is that's actually it. Uh, Dennis Olari wants to, uh, to ask you, how was the competition experience for you, Will? Uh, it was a lot of fun. I learned, I learned a lot about obviously like what your weaknesses are, but then also it was cool in the events that I could do better at, like the row swim run. I learned that I had more to push. Like I finished the event in fifth and I probably could have pushed for like a top three position if I just would have ran faster at the start. I had more in the tank. But overall, like the competition was great. As people said, it was like people complained about it being a little unorganized. And yeah, it sucks that Sunday we didn't get to finish and do our last event. Um, they really, they treat you like a prof- like like you're a professional. Regardless of what division it is, you can walk up to the medical tent and get like the best care. Um, I had hand rips all weekend, so I, I I kept going and saw. I don't know what her last name was. Her first name was Caitlin, and she took just great care. Um, yeah, that every all the staff and volunteers are phenomenal. Awesome, and you did an amazing job for us. Thank you for for all the free coverage you gave us back there. Thanks for letting me do it. All right, well, have a good one. Thanks, buddy. Talk to you soon. Yep. See ya. Bye. Bye. Uh, there's a guy, uh, I was basically uh, two, two things. There was a, uh, a gym, I think it's called like one nation or something. It's a CrossFit gym. And I was, uh, when I was going off on the throwing my temper tantrum about Dave getting fired and using that to throw rocks at the CrossFit HQ house. Um, I mentioned this gym, I mentioned Austin Maliolo and how he was, uh, representative of, all the affiliates in North America, he has some job where basically if you, if, 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 what are they called? 
there's these peoples like there are these people the United States is divided up into quadrants or sectors and each of those sectors has their own affiliate rep and I guess they're one of the affiliate owners and then they all report up to Austin Maliolo and then Austin reports to Gary Gaines and I was talking about how the gym that Austin owns one nation had had stepped ahead of the pack and two weeks before the government was mandating mandating it they made a post on their Instagram saying that people with with uh, um, without vaccines would not be allowed in this gym you had to be vaccinated. And I guess I was wrong about that. Not about the fact that you had to have a vaccine, but the fact that Austin owned the gym. You you really do have to have a vaccine to get into that gym. And they really did. They really did uh, post that they're doing it for your health and safety. And they really did implement the protocol before the government required it. Like a bunch of goofballs, like a bunch of Nazis. And, uh, and, but, but I guess Austin sold the gym six months ago. So I apologize for attaching Austin's name to that. And I don't think an apology is strong enough because once something has been said, it's been said. So I'm willing to do some penalty burpees or something. Uh, But on top of that, there was a guy in the YouTube comments named Tom O'Gorman. And he says at 4844, Sevon, I know you think you're being hilarious when you, quote, confuse black people with unvaccinated people, but it's so far from funny, truly. No, actually, it's not supposed to be funny at all. It's to drive home a really strong point. And for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, every time I would say this gym doesn't allow black people in, I'd go, sorry, I don't mean black people. I mean unvaccinated. To me, it's the same thing. Tom O'Gorman goes on to say, you sound like an old bitter twat. Tom O'Gorman, I have no idea what an old bitter twat is, but that sounds sexist and ageist to me. You disgusting pile of junk. I see no difference. You saw Novak is the first athlete in the history of professional sports. To get banned from a competition because he wouldn't take drugs. Djokovic was told he could not participate in the Australian Open. The greatest living tennis player alive because he would not take drugs. Hear that Tom? Tommy boy? So going back to what Tyler Watkins said, um, how did you how, did you ever think you were going down the wrong path? We got to ask Tom O'Gorman that. When's he going to realize he's going down the wrong path? When are we going to realize that he's an O'Gorman and that all Irish people carry a gene that makes it so they want to drink alcohol? So we must kill them all to overcome alcoholism on this planet. When are we going to – let's let's do it. Let's get on it. You like that, Tommy boy? Tommy O'Gorman? You alcoholic? It's not cool, right? It's not cool. So on your not – a disgusting pile of junk. You're a fancy pile of junk. Don't sell us. No, no, no. I was calling that guy a pile of junk. I don't know what this means right here. Scott. Oh, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing my guest today. I'm, I'm not doing, uh, let's, uh, can we reschedule? Can we reschedule? If you came here for Tom Cowden, it's time to leave. You know why? Oh, this is cool. Let me see this. Oh, this is really cool. 
I'll show you guys what, uh, I'll show you guys something here real quick. Uh, can I show my viewers this? Um, uh, don't forget tennis Sandgren. He got banned from the AO too. Oh, the Australian open. Man, I hope this opens up opportunity for other people, for other events. You know, those of you, I had Ricky Garrard yesterday on Garrett, Garrett. And I, I don't know if it was on the podcast or after we got off, I talked a little bit, but he couldn't come into the United States unless he got vaccinated. And then he got vaccinated, double vaccinated, and then got so sick when he was in Vegas. Man, it bums me out. Let me see. Rob Orlando just sent me this video of his barbell brush. He wants to sponsor the podcast. I have all these people that want to sponsor the podcast. I need to hurry up and do it. I need money, but I, but I'm too busy doing podcasts to address anyone who wants to sponsor the podcast. Heidi, your camera angles were the best all weekend. It was incredible. You know what I'm going to do here? Here's this. Someone help me. Who's going to help me today? Here we go. Let's do this shit. Maybe I should play music once in a while. Can I play music? No, then I'll go on YouTube and my shit will get pulled down. I'm going to show you guys this too. Fuck it. I'm going to start dipping into my notes for my live call-in show. This is supposed to be one. Uh, oh, this is cool. This is cool. Check this out. This is a gym. This is a gym in, uh, what gym is this? This is ground, CrossFit Ground Zero. I do not know where they are. And they write CrossFit affiliate lifeboats. I don't know if I agree with the exact verbiage of this, but they write on their Instagram, the tsunami has finally come. I think it's been here for a while, but, but whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, Bio Lane. It doesn't matter whether it's finally come or it's always been here. Do you understand that? It doesn't matter. What we've experienced these two years is exactly what Coach Glassman envisioned down to the finest detail. I don't know if I agree with that either. It doesn't matter though. It doesn't matter. We sit collectively in unique possession of a uniquely elegant solution to chronic disease, says co-founder Greg Glassman. No, sorry, CrossFit founder Greg Glassman. Addressing a group of CrossFitters and affiliate owners in Cape Town, South Africa, Glassman continues, each gym is a lifeboat in what is a tsunami of chronic disease, and it's coming. Our community had 100% survival rate of members during this period. This is quite phenomenal given our oldest member at 73 who suffers from diabetes, who contracted COVID, survived the virus, recovered, and is now fitter than before. Not actually remarkable because the odds of dying from COVID are so low if there actually is a COVID, right? Stefan, are you, are you a conspiracy theorist? No, I just don't know anything now. I just don't know anything now. I don't know anything, I'm, and I'm okay being dumb. I don't, even, I don't even know our constitution. We are proud to captain both of our lifeboats with an epic crew that consists of 12 CrossFit qualified coaches in a small city in South Africa, eight level one coaches, three level two coaches, and one CrossFit level three coach. Dude, I, I want to say it's not how like Greg thought. 
I think he thought that just there would be this massive wave of diabetes and uh, it would just would just wipe out just shitloads of people. And that's kind of what's happening. But instead, what's happened is people, the, uh, humanity is out on this high wire over the Grand Canyon and the wind is blown and people are just falling off and dying. And people are saying it's because of the wind without with neglecting to mention that they're on a high wire over the Grand Canyon. It's ridiculous. But kudos to this place, CrossFit Ground Zero. Like you get it. You didn't lose the message. And in two years, has anyone heard Eric Rosa or anyone at HQ even comment even remotely about what you guys really do? Nuts. Bonkers. Bonkers. William, how are you, brother? Good, Stefan. How are you? Good. Thanks for all the thoughtful comments. Thanks for just being yeah. around always. You're one of those familiar names I always see. And, and, and it, I, well, it does matter to me because I'm always insecure and uncomfortable doing the show. And when I see regular names like you, Bruce Wayne, Heidi, Tom, uh, uh, Lars, it, it, um, it's cool. It makes me feel safer, as ridiculous and childish as that sounds. I'm with you. I think you, you make us all feel sane. That's uh, why we tune in. I, I just wanted to throw something out there. Yes, sir. There, the, this will only be able to continue so long as they exterminate religion from the public square or from from people's lives, because it's 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 the, our Judeo-Christian values that teach us there is dignity in every human person in the choices they make in the life they have, whether functional, you know, coherent or not. And so long as people believe it, they'll never succumb these collectivist notions of guilt and identity that the left is trying to impose on us. Just wonder if you have thoughts there. Cause I feel like I sense a, a trend in your, your own thoughts and discussions about how faith plays into an understanding of, of the world and an understanding of, of every person, uh, not just as entities of power, but as people worthy of protection. When I when I first met Greg Glassman, uh, and, and I apologize to, to just always invoke his name, but but I mean, I hung out with him every day basically for fifteen years, or at least eighty eighty five percent of the days, and I lived with him for three years, like under the same roof, raised my kid in the house with him, um, and my wife lived there, and my 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 sister was was hardcore um, uh, Christian, uh, you know, twenty years ago, it's, she found God and it saved her from the bottle. And I had my own awakening and in my awakening, I knew that it wasn't the God that Christians speak of. Bear with me here as I run down this path. And so I always had like this, you know, there's all these people who, who want to say there is no God and they, and they're in their, they want to go their own path and they're checking out all the religions or there's atheists or there's all these people besides Christians, you know, people like me who think that no God is this and there's, just to the whole gambit, right? There's people who haven't been awakened, but are actually have studied the Bible like diligently for 20 years and they claim they're Christians because they're holding on to something. There's every facet, anything we can think of that exists. But in that, over the years, Greg would say to me, Hey, man, and, and I, I'm, I don't want to speak for Greg, but Greg's, I think, a hardcore hate atheist, right? He thinks you die and you just turn to dust and that's it. And, but in that, over the years, he would always, anytime I said something negative about Christianity, he would, he would, it slapped me around a little bit. And finally I realized what he was doing. There be, if we have to swim in a, if everyone has to have an ideology 
in order to exist, a method, an operating system, so to speak, whether it's Windows or OS X or whatever. It is clear, and this is going on the first statement you said, William, that that so far in this country, the best operating system is the Christian one. So even if you don't believe that Christianity is the way, and, and slowly maybe I'm cracking. I don't not that not that much. No one get fucking excited here. Uh, it trying. is the <laughs> best operating system. It's better than the atheists. It's better than the Muslims. It's better than the communists. It's better. It's, it is the one so far that I've seen. Even the more the Mormons even got a good one. Like it teaches like what you were saying exactly what you're saying. I'm on board with that. Like yes, like like if someone says they follow the Ten Commandments, that's the dude you want as your neighbor. I mean, it's a great fucking place to yeah. start. It's it's like, I don't want you, like, and Greg's like, stop fighting with them. We have Christians all around us. We're good. We're safe. You don't have to believe what they believe. They're good. They're going to take care of you. They're going to, sh- if you run out of food, they're going to share shit from their fridge with you. Like, be cool. Shut the fuck up. And I'd be like, all right. finally, after 15 years, I got it. You want a fucking, uh, uh, a fucking diehard hard Mormon who's like terrified of doing anything illegal to be your accountant. Totally fine. Mm-hmm. Get off his back about his religion. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm. I'm with you. I, even let's say someone's really bad. They're the worst person you know, but they go to church every Sunday. You know that they're working on themselves. They're going there for some reason to hear someone talk to them about what is the right way. Love your neighbor. Well, I, don't steal shit. Fucking, you know. If you're mean to kids, kill it, yourself. I don't know. If, I don't know if it says that believe- in the Bible. I don't know if it says that in the Bible, but I'm adding that in there. No, I hear. I mean, I think it's merely a belief that there is right and wrong, and I I don't know that just protecting mere freedom is enough. I I I think we have to stand for a true concept of of good and evil, uh, based on something. You know, I've, I we don't have to get into it now, but I I think we're living through a world where if we just you know, try and go by public opinion or, or, you know, the, the, the march of liberalism. When it's, it's, uh, it's a scary place for someone to be, but Hey, I, you know, please, liberalism, liberalism has gotten really weird or, or, and I'm open to it. It was always weird. And I just caught on to it, but it's, it, it's pretty, it's really bad here in California for some people right now. The theft. I just read an article. It's an old article that came out in 2017, and they weren't. There's a. We have a subway in in um in the Bay Area called Bart, and I used to ride it all the time. Bay Area Rapid Transit. It's a really shitty subway system. It's like New York's, but like so unpractical and inefficient, and just it's it's bad. But anyway, um, they don't. They in 2017 they stopped releasing surveillance footage of crimes that were committed because they thought it promoted racism. And that kind of shit, that is racism. And it's just like they're admitting. Right. They're just admitting that whoever's being ca- – it's just nuts. It's nuts what they're admitting by saying that. And I just don't – it's like it's like it's so obvious to anyone who's listening that Joe Biden is the most racist president in the 49 years I've been on the planet. <laughs> Under this guise that he's not racist. I just don't know how – are you not listening to what he's saying? Because he doesn't Regardless view of people how- as having agency. As having individual dignity. Say that again. Of, Say that again. Uh, he, Joe, Joe Biden and, and many others don't view people as having agency and the ability to choose right from wrong. What, is that, what does that mean, agency? What does that mean? 
the ability to make a decision for yourself. Okay. Yeah. They they right. assign right. guilt or or credit based on immutable characteristics like skin color. Right. If you're black, it, you must vote a Democrat. Right. Or or you or, you can't possibly see this crime this crime footage because you you know you will assign guilt to every person who looks like that criminal. Yeah. All short Armenians. Uh, like if you show a short Armenian um, uh, mugging a woman, then all short Armenians will be. And, oh, it's nuts. It, it, it's, it's really nuts. Agency. I might have to use that a little bit. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks for taking my call. I'm praying for you. Uh, and and uh, thanks for all you do. Okay. Don't waste your time praying for me, but thank you. Do it. Peace. Okay. Thank you. Darn it. Um, I'm trying to, I wanted to, I'm talking with Rob. Rob has this thing called the barbell brush and he sent me a couple and I wanted him to, I wanted to, or him or me or someone to make a video where it's like really, really super like macro photography and slow motion of those bristles, like pulling the, um, rust off the bar and cleaning it. And I wanted it to be like 10 seconds long and then with some like really nice soothing music. And so that anytime um, I was getting too wound up or I drank too much coffee or I was losing my shit up here, um, Will or Caleb or Sousa from the back end could just hit the button and play it. And it would soothe me, right? Like kind of like those videos on Instagram where it just shows someone like really slowly cutting like a cucumber or something. And like you see like little particles flying off. Um, but he sent me this. Uh, this isn't exactly what I was thinking, but I want to show it to you. Rob, this is going to cost you $12,000, me sharing this right now, just so you know. Uh, you can Venmo me. Venmo my wife. I don't Venmo. Okay, let's see. Let's check it out. I haven't seen this either yet. This is the first time I'm seeing it. Uh, let's see if I can get the audio to play on this. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. The only thing I stare at is those sausage fingers. I don't. I didn't even see a brush in there. I just see your. Sorry, Rob. All I see is your sausage fingers. I see that giant meat hook thing you call a forearm, and and those things you call fingers that just look like sausages. I use that barbell brush. It's awesome. I know it doesn't. And he sent me to, and I I, I need to give them away because my barbells don't get dirty. Oh, I'm such a wannabe CrossFitter. <sighs> okay, we're approaching 50 minutes. I sent uh, Tom Cowden a text saying, can we reschedule? I have not heard from him. Guys, tomorrow I have Kayla Harrison on. Do you know how exciting that is? I will, so we'll add Tom Cowden to the list um, of people who've just flaked on me. Uh, it's, uh, I think there's a couple UFC fighters. Oh, Daniel. No, just one. Daniel Rodriguez has flaked on me twice. Daniel Brandon has flaked on me twice. Totally. Okay. Not judging her. Cause she's also been on the show at least two times. And now Tom Cowden, he, I, he's like at the 50 yard line of flaking. I don't know if I'd say he flaked.
Oh, you guys want to see this? This is cool. Do you guys know who Logan Aldridge is? Oh, shoot. His page is gone. Let me see if I can type it in. Logan Aldridge. Logan Aldridge is the guy. Um, he's been on Instagram. He's been kind of an Instagram star for quite a while. He's the guy with one arm and he's got the, uh, you know, like he does the crazy stuff. Like he's got the 225 pound, like clean with one arm. Maybe it's more. Um, but let me show you what he's doing these days. If you guys haven't seen. The dude is now like one of those Peloton superstars. He's in New York City. He's gone from like just world-class CrossFitter. I, I think this guy has a 500-pound deadlift with one arm. I mean, he hooks something up to his other arm, like a chain or a something. But here he is. I think that's Peloton's like world headquarters. And uh, if you get... if. I mean, I've never had a Peloton. I don't know how it works, but I think it's just a bike that sits in your living room and 24 hours a day, there's dudes riding the bike in New York and you can just jump into a virtual class at any time. And he's one of their virtual instructors now. He made it. It's kind of like making it, right? Went from this crazy fanatical thing called CrossFit to like something that's to the big city. Oh, here, let's look at this. Let's see this one. Share screen. Bam, shirt off. Look at my nub. He's getting it. I think he's a country boy. I want does he do this from the country? Like did they or where does he go? Does he have to move to New York? Officially step up in NYC. I can't believe this is my life. I don't know why he has a black heart. You should never use a black heart. That's I think that's bad. Probably means like your heart's rotting. Um, jumped in and ass kicking Robin NYC high intensity training and hills ride, followed by some strength class stacking with the Irish Yank and Adrian Williams NYC. I can't wait to join these Avengers of Fitness on the one Peloton platform as an instructor in the near future. Starting rehearsal tomorrow. I'll see you on the leaderboard. Dude. I wonder if he's too big to come on the podcast now. I got to get him. I got to get him. I, I, isn't it funny? I was too big for him and now he's too big for me. Damn it. You leapfrog me. Ready for Dalton again. Yes, we are going to have, uh, is it Rasta Dalton or Dalton Rasta? He's coming on. He's fighting very soon. He'll be coming on. Uh, we'll have Jack Magdalena coming on. Like I said, we have Kayla Harrison coming on this. There is a very, 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 very good chance. That Kayla Harrison will be the greatest female fighter we've ever seen. She'll make Amanda Nunes look like a nobody. Uh, th th she is a 12 and O. She is a two time Olympian uh, gold medalist in judo. She is the first American to win the gold medal in judo in the Olympics. Uh, she is. Um, seven, are you going? Oh, we have this guy coming on Friday, Jim Lubanowski. Lubanowski. Sounds like some sort of cult, Illuminati. Are you going to start using that? You know what's funny is I've been picking up the 100-pound D-ball a little bit again. And uh, my scalp, always the next day, my scalp is sore. Isn't that weird? Because I think I do something. I get so tight and like I've I think I have angst around it. I squatted with the uh, – I normally squat with the 40-pound D-ball. I do a lot of front squats with the 40-pound D-ball. And yesterday I, I fooled around with uh, some relatively heavy bench press back and forth with uh, – the 60-pound D-ball. 
No, so I, I don't know. I don't think I'm in. I mean, I'm in, Dalton Rasta. Yes, he's coming on very, very soon. How exciting, right? 5-0 and in Bellator, one of the nicest bodies in all of sports. Uh, hey, Savon, want Freya Mooseburger from WADA? I can get her for you. Oh, how nice of you, Craig. You're a good dude. Good dude. I, I think I just started following her on Instagram. I think she, maybe she's in the lineup. I really don't want to do any more CrossFit people like, I don't know, for like five or six years. Just want to take a break. I'm only doing Jim Lubinowski because he's a cop. Not a cock, a cop. <laughs> Yandy. Congrats on the kid, Yandy. Uh, let's see this one. What do we have here? Oh, what is this about? What is who can call and tell me about this? What is going on with this mess? Penns, I think Penns means Penn State College. Transgender swimmer lost to a Yale transgender swimmer in a hotly contested women's Ivy League 100 meter race. So you're telling me that there's two dudes who swam against each other in a women's college 100 meter swim race? Is that? Is that like what I'm I'm open to someone being like, hey, you asshole, those are two women. You can't do that. I'm open to that. But until then, I'm just gonna just say that's two dudes. Right? That's two dudes. Man, tough time to be a woman. Tough, tough, tough. Weird, right? When are the when is that LGBTQ thing gonna get all split up? When are like the lesbians and gays gonna be like, yo, 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 we're not doing that bullshit, you fucking wackadoodles? I have a cock and I just like people with cock. I'm not into all that other shit. What are you doing, cutting your cock off? I love a cock. You turned your cock inside out. What do you mean you're gonna compete in the women's class now that you cut your cock off? One of the lesbians gonna be like, "Yo, yo, we're just vag on vag. We're not, we're not, we we don't want, we're not backing you up by letting dudes come into our sport." I'm a lesbian and I want to work out with Tia and and, and, Car- and catching do- Doter's dater. I don't, I, I don't want d- dudes with dicks in here. Yeah, how are the woke crew? How is Catron and the and the woke crew at CrossFit gonna? What are they gonna do when dudes come into? Car- I can't wait. I'm kind of excited about that. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. How, like, that the woke community, like, how are you guys going to handle all that stuff? It's funny. I heard uh, in one of the phone calls, Rosa was saying he's not woke. Dude, dude shut up. <laughs> I need, I need the, uh, that sound effect from, what's that movie? With the blonde-haired kid, and he's really goofy. Shut up, Rosa. Dude, you're all woke over there. Oh, you know what I want to do? Did you guys, any of you, so there was this event this weekend called Wadapalooza, for those of you who watched it, and we we covered it for hours and hours and hours, and it was awesome that Matt O'Keefe let us cover it. And Rory was like, uh, Rory McKernan, that, that's the dude, um, he used to work at HQ, and now he's like uh, Rich's bodyguard uh, over in Cookville. And he 
interviewed someone from the DEI Council. That's diversity, equity, and inclusivity. And what diversity, equity, and inclusivity means, and if you don't know what those words means, you should check out a Peter Bogosian. He has videos on um, YouTube. He's a ethicist. I think he used to be at Columbia University. I'm not sure where, but um, he uh, he defines all of these words for you. It, it's fantastic, and they're short. They're like one or two minute videos. Peter Bogosian. And uh, if you have kids, this is like great stuff to show your kids, like just defining words. And anyway, Rory interviews this lady and her name is, I think it's a lady. Because it's from the DEI council, I'm suspecting that it's a dude who is now a lady. Because I'm, I, I have discrimination, I have discretion. Because I know everyone on the DEI council has to have like something like trippy about them, right? Like you don't get on there, like I couldn't be on there. Unless it was like someone who's like with like, like maybe I could fit under the Tourette's category, but like you can't be on the DI council unless like, like you have to be like, have one arm or be the token black guy or be like a lesbian, uh, Jew tranny. Yeah. I mean, you gotta be something. Anyway, this lady comes on there. I think she's a lady and her name is Marsha something and Rory interviews her. And if you want to see the biggest pile of shit, I actually have it marked and I want to go through it and stop like every five seconds and just show you guys the insanity of double talk and, and words that mean nothing. It is so bad. I, you know what? I'm going to help you here. I'm, this is free for CrossFit HQ. Get rid of the DEI council and have Rosa just come on and say, hey, we're concerned that there's not enough melanated people. You know, black people doing CrossFit. So what we're going to do is we're going to open up a gym in the blackest neighborhood in New York City. And it's going to be free. And he's going to say it with a little twang like that, like trying to get his black on. And it's going to be free for all black people. But you got to be 100 pounds overweight. And when I mean black, I don't mean just the color of your skin. I mean, you also have to vote for Biden. Peace and love. That gym will be open in six months. That's what a fucking leader does. DEI council, go fuck yourself. You're fucking, you're the gatekeepers of racism to make sure, and, and, and prejudice, to make sure it stays consistent to maintain your job. That, by the way, also, people, is why you don't tax, you don't let the government tax like things like cigarettes. It puts the government, or, or soda pop, it puts the government in bed with those people. You think it's helping, but in the long run, they have to exist now. Now the government is part owner of Coca-Cola. The government's part owner of Mar Marlboro. It has to exist because all the people who enforce that, their jobs are only in existence because of this evil thing that exists. I, sorry, I wish I wouldn't use the word evil. I think it's a stupid word. Uh, means nothing. Means nothing to me. It's, it, 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 uh, evil is one of those words that just draws emotional, evokes emotion, and, uh, and, and it manipulates people. I'll finish on this note. I'm going to show you this, this video here. This is a guy. This is, this is what, this is what lying and manipulation looks like. Good Samaritan gives homeless man his jacket, then is attacked and robbed by the same homeless man. So you don't know if that's a good Samaritan. I would argue it's not a good Samaritan. He has a mask on, What I would call him as someone who spreads a uh, fear, fear mongering. I don't even know if it's his own jacket. Oh, Savon, you're just getting into just stupid details. You're missing the spirit of it. Okay, fine. You're right. I agree with that. That's not a homeless man. 
That's a drug addict. That's a grown-ass, strong, healthy man in his prime who OD'd on drugs and can't keep his shit together. And so he's just sleeping there. You call him homeless. There are it, there are very, very few homeless people. They're drug addicts. Do you know what happens when you're a drug addict? You can't keep your shit together. You get your priorities out of whack. There's these priorities that every human being should have, and I'm not sure exactly what they are, but it's some order like this. Breathe, eat, shelter, fuck. Breathe, eat, shelter, fuck. Like that should be kind of be. And if something gets in that hierarchy, you're messed up. So let's say um, heroin, right? And then all of a sudden, that's more important to you than shelter or than fucking. So now it's 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 messed up. You like you're now like totally different than everyone else on the planet. Like something in your hierarchy has gone out of whack. If it climbs even higher than shelter than fucking, and it gets in between you and shelter, you'd rather have a fix than your shelter. Now it's even more out of whack. And then if it gets above eating, then you're even more out of whack. And then if it gets above breathing, then then you're I mean you're really screwed. That's that's called addiction. And when you paint it like this, the people who are trying to help who aren't don't have that messed up like us. Like if we really care about this guy in the ground, we stop con considering them homeless and we start addressing them as drug addicts. That's what they are. Stop using that word homeless. I was homeless. I know what homeless is. Two years homeless on the streets, five years lived in a car. There are no, there are no homeless people. There's drug addicts. Very few homeless people. Very few. Very few. And the, those of us who are truly homeless, who aren't drug addicts, we don't need your fucking help. We're doing something. We're living the best years of our lives. So I, uh, Sean, how are you today? Sorry, buddy. I, I know I'm off topic and all over, and it's not how you would like to run things when you uh, commentate. I apologize. I know, I know you've been trying to mentor me. Well, yeah, well, you know what I'd really like to do is uh, I like to tell my fellow drug addicts, uh, not fellow, oh, excuse me, slip of the Freudian slip there. No, uh, my, my uh, excuse me, drug addicts. What I like to tell them is to go uh, get a job. Uh, I kick them, I kick them on the curb. I say, hey, you bum, go to this website. Uh, what's the website? Shit. Uh, Let me read it. Oh, the job, Sean, by the way, everyone, I'd like to introduce you to the great Sean Woodland, the voice of CrossFit, and he does this often. He calls into the show and gets me back on track. Uh, thank you. He knows that if I don't mention my um, sponsors, barbelljobs.com, I, too, will be out of a job. Well, and also, also the pancreas king. You got to can't forget the pancreas king. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Well, the pancreas king is now over, but I will just say that my 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 – a relationship taking the pills is not over, but my financial obligations are over. How you doing? Hey. Are you okay? You sound a little stressed. <laughs> no, I'm. Well, I'm, my fucking guest didn't show up. I know. I'm sorry. We we still love you, Tom Cowden. I'm so sorry, bro. The fellow I was meeting with was long winded, and yes, we can certainly let me know your free times. I'll send him. This guy used to be a Green Beret and a uh, 22 years in the military and Delta Force, and I'm going to send him a heart. Can you? Do you know that um, in the 15 years I've been texting with Dave Castro, he's never sent me an emoji. Wouldn't a guy that's like trained in hostage negotiations be able to get out of a long-winded conversation? <laughs> <laughs> oh, should I tell him that? Hey, you should tell him that. Do you want to know? I didn't realize the uh, Green Beret's biggest weakness was long-windedness. 
Hey, um, you want to know what's funny about this thing too? So last night I stayed up like for three hours, like from nine to midnight, taking notes for this uh, this interview I'm gonna do. And when I take notes, Lars, I take it in a Google rough draft, uh, uh, a Gmail rough draft, right? And that's where I take all my notes. So that way, whatever computer I go to, it's populated. I can just pull up my draft email. What, what the fuck are you in? A, a tornado? Well, is it really loud? Yeah, it's very loud. You want me to just Hey, where do you work? You work back. in an oil field or something. Uh, yeah, absolutely. No, I work on a cattle farm and a hog farm. Oh. Next so that week. was a chain. And uh, in the background, uh, that is a payloader. And that probably drives all of your listeners nuts. And I should probably just go. It's windy too, right? Yeah, it's just outside. But uh, Do you, do you see animals say, die every... Do you see animals die every day? Uh, pigs, yes. Um, cows, no. Cows, it's much bigger impact. You get about a little over three thousand of those, but like with pigs, it's like there's like sixteen thousand pigs, so it's a little more of a turnover with pigs. Mm. Uh, uh, Lars is the only. So I fancy myself as building this um, empire. I got I got Brian Friend over holding down the CrossFit shit. I got uh. I had Hobart and um, Kate doing the news. I, I I may have fucked that up by going so hard in the paint with CrossFit HQ. Um, I have uh, the live call-in shows. You know, I just got I got a Will in the back now. But but Lars is the only, I, I would like a group of like regular callers like Lars, but Lars is like the only like he's he's the leader of the pack. I don't know what to yeah, call him. Yeah, yeah. Colin, I, I hear Colin calling in sometimes, and Nick. Oh, he called in once. Don't don't. Call more. Uh, Colin called in once. Don't don't provoke him. Don't. Colin's smart. He's not funny. I need funny. I need funny. Well, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't feel like I, I, yeah. Anyways. Hey, um, I just want to say have a good day. All and right. I'm thank sorry you. I, I am. I'm going to get, and, I'm going to get off here and play with my kids in a minute. Be happy. Saban. Just smile. You had a great weekend. Made thousands of dollars. In oh, the, hey, uh, donations. Okay. Is Miranda the one you're going to have on? Uh, is that the same Miranda from, like early days CrossFit, right? Dude, that's super baller CEO of street parking yeah, outside yeah. of Katie Hennigan. Miranda, though. It's, yes. it's like the Miranda, right? Yes, yeah. The okay. Can you please play uh, Too Fit to Quit when you have her on? Oh, okay. That was the, the Heber and Mars did that, right? No, I thought you did that. I mean, it was under my... my, my it was like eight years ago. Yeah, that was... I mean, I was probably the... Uh, I probably ran media, but but th- those boys. Okay, I was trying to stroke your ego, and Thank I think you. I just opened up a scab. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. All right, bye bye. Oh, bye bye. Mars Logan calling. Uh, Seb on anything further on Sarah fucked her knee again. My wife won't stop talking about it. She's a huge fan. I don't know. I could call her and ask her. Should I try? To, I could try to call someone now and just see. No, I'm ready to go. I want 10 minutes. Hmm. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, I apologize on behalf of the guest. Um, we tried to push the show. I tried to make it happen. I hope you got something from the show today. Uh, I will be in touch tomorrow. We have. Who do we have tomorrow? I kind of screwed up my live, my next live call-in show by 
digging into it already. It was like taking a bite out of the birthday cake and then still using it as a birthday cake. Um, sorry. Let me see. Uh, Give Snorri on tomorrow? No. Oh, Kayla Harrison. How did I forget? This is going to be great. And I just read her book too. Holy cow. I, I, I don't know if I can recommend her book. It's crazy. It rocked me. It rocked me. Basically, she was involved. I mean, go figure. She's 12 and 0. She's a two time gold medalist in the Olympics in judo, the first American ever to win the gold medal in the Olympics. She's on the MMA scene. I think people are terrified to get in the ring with her, but her, she has this backstory of being molested from when she was eight years old to 16 years old, and she has a book about it. And it is crazy. It is absolutely uh I mean, on one hand, I want to recommend the book to you because, like, it'll, it, it, you need to watch your kids. Man, you need to watch your kids. I'm never letting my kids out of my sight again. Eli Crane sent this to me. This is the, one of those breacher, bottle breachers. Cool, right? So this is the bottle opener here. This thing's nuts. I... I it's kind of unhealthy that Eli sent this to me from bottle bottle breacher. Oh, and this has nice texture to it because I don't drink beer, but this makes me kind of want to go out and buy some bottles just to open them. I don't know. Uh, did Rich lead a coup against the programming yesterday? I don't think so. Oh, we could, I could call, I should, I should, you know what? He was nice enough to text me afterwards and say that, I'm sorry I didn't respond to your text after the first time we came on. Can you imagine? This is how nice Rich Froning comes on. He's He is the biggest guest we could possibly get. He comes on the show shirtless. He brings Angelo, Angelo DeChico on the show shirtless. He talks to us for as long as we want during the middle of the competition week. And then I text him on again like a greedy prick to try to get him on more. And he responds with, sorry, I couldn't come on, but I'll come on anytime this week for you or some shit like that. I'm like, dude, sorry? Fucking you the man. How do I know he's the man? Well, because I think he's the man, and also the numbers don't lie. <laughs> um have Eli on again. Okay, I get it. We got I got a ton of those dudes coming on. I I, I want to interview all the guys who are running for office. I, I wish there were some Democrats that were running for office that I that would I would want to interview too. But especially if they were mill guys. I want to interview mill guys who are running for office. I had this thought last night as I was watching, looking at Tony Cowden's um, Instagram. You th you're raised as a – when you're raised as a Democrat like I was and a liberal, you see these guys like Tony Cowden whose Instagram is just full of shooting videos. Shh, all – just a thousand posts of, of shooting content, right, of guns and shooting targets and how to hold a gun and just anything, any minutia you could think about guns is on there. And you're taught that in the, in the American flag and the hat and the vest and the camo, and you think that these guys um, you, would be are like totally pro war and pro fighting and all this shit. But as you dig into them, it all makes sense. You know who they are? They're the guy who's dying of fucking lung cancer who's still smoking, telling you don't ever smoke. It was the dumbest thing they ever did. He's the, this is the last guy that wants war. This is the last guy, like these guys, these guys who have gone to war, they're the last guys who want war. 
They're the last guys who want war. The guys who are eminently capable of fucking killing you and who've already been to war. And why are they the last guys who went to war? Because they know how fucking horrible and rotten it is. The same way you should listen to the guy who's dying of fucking cancer smoking his cigarette through his trach. But if you don't know how to think, or if you're judgmental beyond your ability to listen and observe, you won't see that. Don't forget to listen to the beginning of this podcast where it starts off with that document that I was reading from that came from the UK Health Ministry. And I'm going to say it again. I told you so. Yeah, Nikki Rodriguez is coming on again. I mean, let me, I can't say that. I'm going, after he fights Elder Cruz on, uh, Nikki Rodriguez has a press conference. It will be on Flow Grappling on January 20th. He has his fight on the 21st. And then from then on, I'll be knocking on his door to try to get him on. Love you guys. Uh,